0: Welcome to the Prodigal and the Priest podcast, a podcast about faith, sports, and two friends from different cultures. Here are your hosts, Joey Scansella and Father Paul Bechter.
1: All right. Good morning. Good morning. Well, morning for us, maybe evening. Who knows? Who really knows these days? You know, I don't know. Uh, March thirty first, last day of March. Ooh, how do you feel about that? I
0: don't know. March flew past.
1: What is it in in like a lion out like a lamb? Isn't that something? Yeah, what does that mean? Is that weather? Yeah, weather related. I feel like you would be all over that because you like like stars and the moon and. I'm not into astrology. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you're always trying to read my palm. <laughs> and, things like that yeah, so getting out my
0: babylonian
1: <laughs> tablets and divining uh, oh, movements I of birds it. and no things. i'm just kidding everybody he doesn't try to do that to me just my kids um so all right hey we just finished our eight part series on the mass real brief series if you ever want to catch yeah, up on little, you know you know introduction <laughs> um my wife nikki who is also your friend um, she is my friend She's kind of like a mini producer because she keeps us grounded. She tells us when we're doing terrible or doing great or, well, she'll tell me when that didn't make sense and you're doing terrible. or Yeah, you need to I never hear that. Yeah, I just yeah.
0: assume that everything is awesome all uh, the time.
1: <laughs> everything is awesome. Oh, man, that would be a good drop to have. We have to add that. Don't worry, I'll do it. Um, <laughs> she said she gave a good idea. And she followed up to say, you know, it'd be really great, even though you talked about the mass all this week as like this kind of last thing of Holy Week and all this. Why don't you just touch on the liturgies of Holy Week, the Triduum, all that? So I was like, yeah, that's awesome. Now we have like 30 minutes (laughs) and you heard the you heard what I said. Touch on Uh not go in depth on each one but i also like to distinguish um and we'll get into it here today you know the proper terms you know um okay because on sunday we go to mass right the sacrifice Mm -hmm. of mass yes you know um we're going to talk on good friday that's not what we call it right like we experience the liturgy but is it do you say i'm going to mass i'm going to a service i'm going to exactly. Exactly. That's the only
0: day without a Mass.
1: Right, but most people are like, hey, I'm going to Mass. So right. I want to I jump into that. So pretend like it is Thursday morning. So just for, let's back up for the folks that don't know. The Triduum is in reference to every liturgy that happens between Holy Thursday mm-hmm. and up to the Vigil. The Easter Vigil. Yes. On Holy Saturday. On Holy Saturday. So let's start with the first Mass on Holy Thursday. The Chrism Mass. Is that on, that's on Wednesday.
0: Uh, No, that's actually today, or sorry, Tuesday.
1: Um. (laughs) That was on Tuesday. You're listening on Wednesday. We definitely
0: had that yesterday. Yeah, exactly. If you're listening today.
1: But that's not part of the Triduum.
0: No, but it often, it actually is sort of supposed to happen on Thursday, and it just always gets moved because Thursday's busy and Tuesday's not. Okay, Um, good to
1: tell people that, yeah. Yeah,
0: but uh, I just kind of brought that up as a joke because (laughs) I could talk about that the whole time (laughs) and never get to the Um, Yeah. Okay, so Holy Thursday, there's no... Well, now that you mention it,
1: you have to give a little shout out. The Chrism Mass is where...
0: That's where the sacred oils, the three sacred oils, the oil of the catechumens, the sacred chrism, and the oil of the sick are so,
1: blessed. So just as reference, right, oil of the
0: catechumen is used during? During the catechumenate, <laughs> when right. when you're bringing people into the church.
1: Thank you. Second would be used during confirmations, right? The sacred and chrism is used in baptism,
0: confirmation, confirmation. and uh, priestly ordination.
1: And then the third is anointing of the anointing sick. Anointing of the sick. Okay, just so you know. Yeah,
0: I say that's supposed to happen on Thursday. I'm actually kind of reconsidering that. Um, I'm sure we'll have a I'm smarter ju- <laughs> listener. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah.
1: actually, you guys
0: misspoke. This is why yeah, I gave you it's a one. completely wrong. <laughs> on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. All our negative reviews.
1: <laughs> negative reviews are either like, I don't like their voices. I don't like Joey's from Jersey. He's negative. <laughs> or... Bad theology, which we've never gotten that. But, yeah. you
0: know. No, because I'm remembering something from the rubrics for Holy Thursday that says no daily mass is supposed to be celebrated today, which doesn't necessarily mean no no chrism mass where the oils are blessed and stuff, mm-hmm. but I might be I might be wrong about that actually. Anyway, the chrism mass is a is a place where all the priests can get together. Um, in our diocese, like we make confession available for the priests and that's a cool thing because mm-hmm. just like as a group, we never go to confession together. Like it's and it, it's always this like, you know, you've got a spiritual director somewhere and you kinda handle that on your own. Yeah. But like to have a penance service for all the priests in the diocese is kind of a cool thing.
1: Which takes like probably like two minutes, right? You turn to the person to the right and say, Will you hear my confession? That and actually then...
0: happened. I, I went to the to Seville in Spain for Holy Week one time and I went to their chrism mass and that's how they did it they did some readings at the the beginning and uh an examination conscience and then they said all right you have you know 30 minutes to 40 minutes and then we'll we'll get ready for the chrism mass and everybody just turned to each other and started hearing confessions that's cool It was really cool um
1: wait but a lay person can attend the mass right yeah can attend the chrism mass yeah, yeah for okay. sure
0: for sure uh but typically it's a it's a one of the only times when all the priests of the diocese are invited to to be there. Right. Enough about that. Holy Thursday. Holy Thursday. Uh, there's no daily mass on Holy Thursday, and you have in the evening has to be in the evening uh, what's called the Mass of the Lord's Supper. So, excuse me. So,
1: <laughs> it's like, did, did you almost throw up on the mic? What just happened? <laughs> no, no. A little, a little hiccup. <laughs> Get those. Sometime. Why? So why though? You just said it. Is it? Why does it have to take place at night? Because Jesus gathered his apostles, right? Because yeah, we're going for back the to the Passover meal
0: at right. night. Yeah. So what we're doing, it's not an imitation. This is a point that uh, liturgists will make sometimes, and mm. I always was like, "Why? Why are you making such a big deal out of this?" But I think, I think they're they're probably speaking from experience. So there's two fun Greek words. One is called mimesis, which means like imitation or mimicry or something Mm. like that. Um, And the other is anamnesis, which means more like remembering. And there's an important difference in the way they're used liturgically. Mm. If we were to do mimesis for these most sacred days of the year, when the Lord was uh, (laughs) betrayed in the garden and then put to trial and stuff, we would have to act all that out in a very sort of mimicking way. Right. And that's not how our faith works. Right. Right. We don't we don't sort of reenact the events to reenact the event. I, right. I don't know how to put yeah, no, no, it. No, no, no.
1: Um, I'm, I'm tracking.
0: Like if you do, for instance, so we do things in a stylized and ritual way uh, to call to mind what happened and to participate in the fruits. And to, you know, in, in this this way through sort of the mystery of memory and the work of the Holy Spirit to, like, bring ourselves to that point. Yeah. Um, and enter into that sacred time. Uh, that's, that's what we mean by anamnesis as opposed to mimesis. And so, like, the point is if you want to, like, enter into the events of Good Friday, with the way of the cross and the crucifixion of, of our Lord and his death on the cross, like mm-hmm. that doesn't mean hurting yourself somehow. Right. Um, to participate in his passion. Yeah. Right. We do it through other ways, through yeah. ritual ways, liturgical mm-hmm. ways. So, so liturgically, that's what we're doing. Those that Thursday, Friday, and Saturday is we're entering into this anamnetic um, sort of ritual. Uh, where we call to mind uh, these key events that happened uh, in the life of Christ for our salvation.
1: Now, is that different? Could somebody say that same phrase in reference to each Sunday?
0: Yes. Because that's what
1: we're we're calling in, like we're remembering, right? Yeah. The Last Supper.
0: Yeah, the whole thing. Well, yeah. yeah. So the Last Supper through the Resurrection.
1: Right. Yeah, all Uh, of it. But... But they could use that same term. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. So
0: that's kind of a sidetrack, but it is is kind of important, I think, to set the context as well for like why we do this on these days, and you can't do it any other day. Um, Like you can't just be like, well, I'm going to celebrate the Mass of the Lord's Supper on a Tuesday because I feel like it um, as a votive Mass. Um, No, it has to be Thursday. It has to be in the evening. Nice. And the Friday thing, happens in the afternoon, the evening. It doesn't happen in the morning. Right. Um there's some flexibility for pastoral reasons, right? We're not we don't sort of get obsessed with the time, but right. we want it to be in some way corresponding yeah. to these sacred times. And then since Jesus had already risen by the time very early in the morning on Easter morning, uh the Marys <laughs> And stuff arrived at the tomb. Um, we know that that means he rose during the night sometime. And so that's why the Easter vigil happens at night. It doesn't happen in the afternoon or right. uh, in the morning at least anymore. For a while it did, um, but that's sort of different historical reasons.
1: Yeah. Um, so, highlights of the Mass of the Lord's Supper, right? Yeah. Um,
0: so, that is a Mass. That's the proper term for it, right? Mm -hmm. It's a celebration of the Eucharist, right? That's what the Mass is. Um, But there's some other fun stuff, too. There's something called the mandatum, which means the commandment, which is from a new commandment, I give you love one another as I've loved you, when Jesus washed the feet Mm -hmm. of his apostles. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we do the foot washing. That's an optional thing. Uh, Sometimes people don't know it's optional. Are we doing it this year? Yeah, we are. COVID? Yeah.
1: Are we doing like one toe? (laughs) there was
0: sort of a guideline of like of like you can do the foot washing but maybe consider like sort of just dropping the towel on their feet
1: (laughs) but and you're like no i'm gonna kiss each toe (laughs) so
0: so we're gonna we're gonna do it a little little more covid covid appropriate like basically just not sharing a towel is is a covid
1: i I picture like a hairspray bottle (laughs) (laughs) With you a get Q-tip. We've got a little surgical water. gloves out here. Those ones for like birthing yeah. cows and things like that that come up your arm. Yeah. I don't
0: think you get COVID from people's feet most True. of the time, but. Uh, Never know. But I'll like you that because it's such a strong moment yeah. um, uh, in the life of Christ and for us liturgically, um, like you will see priests sometimes like humbly kiss the feet the dirty nasty feet <laughs> yeah um of the of the people and uh like that's not going to happen yeah, yeah. this year but so we're going to have a way to, to do it and i yeah. think it'll be just fine All um, right i'm really glad that we get to do it cuz it's it is a beautiful thing and you sing the mandatum novum Danobis. do 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 like this you, you sing so one of the best things about these liturgies of the Triduum mm-hmm. is the sacred music side of it. Um, like there's music that goes with each of these events, which is kind of really, yeah, really iconic. Yeah. Um, and you don't hear a whole lot throughout the year. Mm-hmm. And so whenever you hear it, it's you immediately think of that thing. Yeah. Like the foot washing for that that song. Right. Ubi Caritas, mm-hmm. um, where love and charity... Prevail, prevail there also God is or something. Yeah. Um, so that's one of the one of the sort of key and distinct moments at the Mass of the Lord's Supper. The other one is how it ends. Yes, it, I yeah, love it. It's uh, so good, is isn't my, it?
1: I think it's it may be my favorite liturgy.
0: I am with you. I don't know what my favorite liturgy <laughs> is, but exactly, it may be. It may um, be.
1: Yeah, just the ending. It yeah. really more than the foot washing. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, you could take her leave. Yeah. Yeah. Washing. Whatever. I don't all care. Right. Um, let's skip but to the end, yeah, um, let's skip to the end. <laughs> 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 Breathe the end of the book first. <laughs>
0: so, um, so it doesn't end with a blessing or a dismissal.
1: Yeah. It doesn't say the mass has ended.
0: No, it ends instead with, uh, a Eucharistic procession mm. with all the incense and all the songs and stuff. Um, And you're processing around the church and all these things, uh, you know, different ways for different places. But basically, Eucharistic procession from the altar to another altar in another place in the church that's been set apart. It's called the altar of repose. Mm. And what you're doing symbolically there is moving from the upper room with the Last Supper down to the Garden of Gethsemane. And then we're going to mm-hmm. go. Can you not spend one hour with me? People go and spend time mm-hmm. with the Lord. And here at St. Anne's, just reference we we take it's in the to chapel. The chapel. Yeah, yeah,
1: because we can't fit in our Eucharistic Adoration chapel. No, Back in the day, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, too small. Um, and that's normal. That's what I've mm-hmm. seen other places. Uh, yeah. In Rome, this is this is really one of the best best moments of the year is yeah. is going to visit all those altars of repose. You just go church hopping.
1: Nice. Um, and seeing like... That's actually a thing though. I think people like here will set up different things being like these churches this time. Like yeah, even in Yeah, the seven Dallas, church right? walk is a different... Yeah.
0: It's a little bit different thing but you can kind of combine the idea mm-hmm. with uh, the altars of repose on Holy Thursday night. Right. Um, so seeing how those altars are decorated, like they're trying to look like a garden basically. Because mm-hmm. okay, Garden of Gethsemane we always imagine as like Sort of dark and depressing and painful because you know it's the agony in the garden and then the betrayal in the garden. Yeah, and that's that's true. But it looks like,
1: a little bit like your backyard. Well,
0: yeah, so <laughs> desolate, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, post-apocalyptic. Um, but. Uh, we decorated like beautifully these altars of repose with flowers and stuff especially mm-hmm. if you have sisters around like religious sisters they, they go just they out. go all out Boom. if it's just priests like we don't know what we're doing but yeah. but the sisters like
1: you put like a bonsai tree there if there are <laughs> priests like <laughs> so, this is pretty like ornate a
0: flower like we're supposed <laughs> a to a single have flower, right um but the the sisters and you know people's devotion really overflows into those altars of repose and they're meant to look beautiful in this way because Christ is transforming that garden of Gethsemane into the garden of paradise Eden. Mm -hmm. Like that's what he does. He brings about a new creation by his, by his passion. Yep. Um, And so like just the, the solemnity, the you're singing the Pange Lingua, like all of this music, I, I, I say it all in Latin, but I don't know, sing o tongue like. <laughs> um, right, right. All of this music was written by Saint Thomas Aquinas. <laughs> well, not all of it, but a lot of it for the Feast of Corpus Christi mm-hmm. of the the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. Um, and like to have that connection with the institution of the Eucharist at the Last Supper, yeah. and it's the institution so cool. of the priesthood with uh, Jesus and his apostles. And the close connection of the priesthood, to the Eucharist, mm. and that music from the Feast of Corpus Christi coming in. Right. And uh, one of the cool things as a seminarian was to like walk backwards and incense yeah. during the procession. Uh, I've seen it done with two thuribles. Wow. Before, or like one guy with one thurible, one guy with another, and mm-hmm. you're walking backwards with the procession, so that you're facing right. Um, the blessed sacrament and the monstrance and mm-hmm. incensing. It's just, it's awesome. Also just quick little story. I have a friend who, um, was that kind of a country parish? Um, and like they work so hard to learn, uh, the Latin of the Pange Lingua mm-hmm. It's so beautiful. Yeah. Pange Lingua gloriosi. Mm-hmm. And then just, you know, it's, yeah. it's the Tanto Mergo or verses from that same song. Mm-hmm. Uh, that we use for adoration and benediction and so anyway they worked really hard to learn that and he complimented he was a seminarian at the point he complimented him afterwards and they're like man i tell you what that's some tough spanish <laughs> <laughs> it was like he was like yeah it is <laughs> latin awesome latin. <laughs> yeah not
1: not spanish <laughs> it's like cool that's awesome <laughs> so that's great
0: Thank you for for learning that. <laughs> it was beautiful, <laughs> tough Spanish. Um, oh my gosh! So so that's Holy Thursday. It, it kind of ends with that like uh, sort of can you not spend one hour with me like prayer with the Lord in the night, and then at a certain but the mass point, has
1: not ended, right? right? So that's that's like, kind of a thing. W- w- people are, I'm sure they're they're waiting to hear like what's the deal there because people eventually leave. And normally we would have the literal literal phrase, the Mass has ended. You know, um, this is not. Go forth. Right. Yeah, no,
0: this is, I mean, I've heard this before. I've never kind of gotten too deep into it, but it's like, I think the idea is it's supposed to be just one long liturgical celebration from Thursday Thursday, Mm -hmm. uh, through the Easter Vigil. And then with the Easter Vigil, you end by Uh, Not just saying the Mass has ended, but with the double. The A word. You can say it outside the liturgy. No, you can't. All right.
1: You can't say the A word.
0: You know, the (laughs) A-L-L-E-L-U-I-A word. um, Exactly. Sung in this really solemn way. Yeah. Twice with the Mass has ended. That whole thing. Um,
1: Thanks be to God. With that, Usually sung by deacons who love deacons, if we have any deacon listeners. But guys. Shout out got to work on that ending there <laughs> you have one job and usually it's like oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah but anyway okay so yeah. so so yeah spending you have one that. hour
0: hopefully and then and then at a certain point that night the blessed sacrament is sort of reposed into an even more reposed place <laughs> right um
1: like a tabernacle
0: yeah right? yeah yeah um and while that's all happening you're actually stripping the altar and that's something that people don't normally see because they've gone with the procession to the altar of repose. But there's this solemn rite of stripping the altar mm. where like you could be, you don't have to, but especially in, but in, why not? in kind of older liturgies you would be like chanting psalms mm-hmm. as you're like taking each of the altar cloths off. Nice. Um, and it's, I mean, you're thinking of like Christ in prison at that point. Um, like Christ being, I imagine
1: stripped on the cross and all of that yeah like and, yeah
0: like this just descent that mm-hmm. Christ goes through um, into suffering and like the isolate. the psalm is I, f- I want to say it's like 89 or something like that 88 it's a long one It's it's got a really sort of desolate tone mm-hmm. to it and it doesn't really end on a note of hope which often they do like it's mm-hmm. just you're sort of lingering in that yeah. uh, the sadness of Christ right? Um, who, who like willingly chose this out of love for us, mm-hmm. uh, for our salvation. So I, I love the stripping of the altar, that, that solemn thing because on Good Friday, when you go and you have the solemn celebration of the, of the Lord's passion mm-hmm. on Good Friday, it's got a, a name. I didn't say it exactly right there, but something like that. You don't, like the altar is still still stripped. Mm-hmm. And that's that's really important for us because you can't you should never celebrate mass without an altar cloth on there. Yeah. Um and so now that it's stripped out like this is the only day, Good Friday, that we don't celebrate mass the entire year. Yeah. Um So what In the happen- whole world? Yeah. Yeah, no like, masses. that's what's crazy. No masses to think anywhere.
1: Cuz we love that phrase as Catholics like Every moment of every day, right? (laughs) There's somewhere a mass going on in the world and da-da-da. You know, like, and it's like, not today. Not today. Not Good Friday. So would you say, let's educate people, right? Okay. I'm going to Good Friday service. I'm going to the Good Friday liturgy. Like, what term do you prefer? I would
0: say liturgy over service, just because service has kind of a Protestant ring to it in the United States. It would be a fine word. Um, It's not like... Yeah, it's not a bad word. You're not going to hell that we (laughs) know of. Not for that. (laughs) Not for that. Um, So uh, it's called Friday of the Passion of the Lord Mm. in the Missal, and the Celebration of the Passion of the Lord. I don't know. You could say Good Friday service. I think that's fine. Like you have to have some words to use. right? Um, Some interesting, on this and the following day, by a most ancient tradition, these are the rubrics in the (laughs) Missal.
1: You weren't just
0: like calling into mind like. I've got all this memorized. I can't remember (laughs) what the name of the day is off the top of my head, but I've got the rest memorized.
1: (laughs) Yes, I made him
0: spill something.
1: (laughs) Coffee. Okay, go ahead.
0: Gross. No, I'm just kidding. Coffee tastes great. Yeah. The church does not celebrate, so on this day and the following day, so Friday and Saturday, by most ancient tradition, tradition, the church does not celebrate the sacraments at all, except for, and a lot of priests don't even know this except for, <laughs> except for penance as confession and the anointing of the sick. Remember, Under
1: dire circumstances, right? Well, anointing is... yeah. No, I'm I mean, say somebody by chance they just had like an elective surgery scheduled for Good Friday, right? Well,
0: that would lead us into a whole nother thing. You wouldn't receive uh, anointing of the sick for an elective surgery. You, yeah, that, that's a whole nother topic though. It'd be ah, good for us to go in too, actually. Go. Like, it's when sickness begins even remotely to put you in danger. Mm-hmm. But uh yeah, that's. I'm sure that's going to rile up a lot of our listeners because yeah. that's a. That's not a popular view that I hold, but I'm convinced it's the right one.
1: There you go. So, yeah, right. we'll, we'll do a follow-up. We'll do a follow-up. We'll to do get a follow-up.
0: But, um, but, yeah, no, it's, like, those two sacraments, even, like, you could have, we don't normally uh, hear anyway, but you could have posted confession times on Friday and Saturday, and I don't think that would be a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we have tons of confession times throughout Lent up till then. Right. Um, but everybody those, waits till the last two weeks. Minute. Yeah. Come on. And so if you schedule it at that absolute last minute, maybe everybody just skips the other ones and comes to those, and yeah. that wouldn't really be ideal. But yeah. I've heard it said before, like, oh, no, no, we can't hear confessions on Holy Saturday until the Easter vigil because no sacraments, and that's not true. Right. Not even, it, it's not even a danger of death thing. Right. Like it's just, yeah. yeah I but no weddings, no right. funeral, yeah.
1: you know masses um i worked for a priest not at saint anne's who um pretty much sat in the confessional all day on good friday yeah and i was like oh this is cool
0: yeah and you don't see it a lot yeah it is cool though yeah i mean i'm definitely not going to do that this year right (laughs) (laughs) i I know you're not (laughs) okay um so good friday uh normally you will have stations of the cross which are kind of their own thing um at one time, and then you'll have the solemn celebration of the Passion of the Lord at another time. Mm-hmm. Uh, in that solemn celebration, you've got sort of several parts put together, kind mm-hmm. of four parts to it. You've got a, I forget the order, exactly, even though I've got all this memorized. Uh, first is a Liturgy of the Word, where you sit and you listen to some readings, and now my thing is not loading. You need to you need to upgrade the internet in here, so I can... Uh, <laughs>
1: Not People need to donate podcasts. more to St. Anne's <laughs> okay. so we can upgrade yeah, to a Patreon <laughs> account so we can, we can get, get we're still on dial up. Uh. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. <laughs> remember that as a kid? That was uh, crazy. Yes,
0: I do. Okay. So it's frozen. So I can't go past allergic to the word, but that's okay because I know the other parts. I just don't remember the order exactly. I think it's after that it's veneration of the cross. Mm-hmm. After that, it's the solemn intercessions. Mm-hmm. And after that, it's a communion service. Um, those are the four parts of the Good Friday service. Right. So now, we listen. Do I'm gonna call.
1: I'm gonna call an audible real quick. Okay. Do it. Okay. So, we're pretty much almost at our time, folks. This is what we're gonna do. Ooh, I like we're it. We're not going to answer questions for this week for Holy yeah, Week. We'll this do is a two part. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and we're gonna leave you right now as a cliffhanger. And we will wrap up on Friday, on Good Friday, so that you can you know, have some really holy reflections and hear our voices um, to be able to hear the rest of Good Friday liturgy and Easter Vigil because there's just too much to get to. Right?
0: I love it. Okay. I'm all about it. Good, um,
1: good with the audible? Yeah. Okay. Whenever you're listening to this, we pray that you have a fruitful, holy week and a happy Easter to your family. God bless. Take care. God bless.